Hey there, and welcome to Coordinating Chaos with the ADHD Lady. I'm your host, Amanda, and I am so glad that you joined me today. This podcast is for neurodivergence by a neurodivergent. I'm an ADHD coach with ADHD and ASD, and I am here to help. So let's spend some time together now and maybe learn a few things. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Coordinating Chaos with the ADHD Lady. I'm your host, Amanda, and today on the podcast, we're going to be starting a little mini-series here about ADHD and just neurodivergent wellness in general. In the next few weeks, we'll be featuring a few interviews with some other wellness practitioners, and they also are some of the phenomenal coaches who are part of Neurodivergent Mind and Body, which is definitely something that we should chat about before we really dive in. Neurodivergent Mind and Body is an idea that I had over the summer. Because for my own wellness journey, I recognized how it was so much more helpful to me when I started with my new physical therapist. And under that same roof, there were all of these additional services that were provided. And one thing I noticed from that was how ADHD friendly that was to have everything in one place, which got me thinking, huh, what if there was a place, a group, if you will, that had access to an ADHD coach to help you with the executive dysfunction that comes along with trying to implement these different wellness strategies that you hear can be so helpful for ADHD. But then also, you know, you hear how meditation and mindfulness, those can help ADHD too. But no one really teaches that in an ADHD-friendly way. You know, I've done a few episodes on it, but In my own research, I took a course on ADHD meditation at one point, and I was very disappointed because the instructor, who was an ADHDer himself, was teaching it the same way that all other meditation practice is taught. And that's not going with an approach that is friendly for ADHDers to wrap their head around how to do this for them. So yeah, it'd be really nice if that place that talked about the executive dysfunction, also taught me how to use those other things. You know, meditation, mindfulness, all that jazz. But then what if we took it a step further? What if this place also had instructors teaching how to move your body in an ADHD-friendly way? Let's face it, a lot of ADHDers also have comorbidities with different types of hypermobility. So me personally, I am also an ADHD zebra. I am very hypermobile, and that is a common comorbidity or co-occurrence, if you will, of ADHD and of autism as well. So I really struggle with body awareness, and I really need someone who understands hypermobility so that I can make sure that I'm not hurting myself. Oh, and you know what else would be really cool? To learn how to do yoga that's friendly for that too, and maybe some breath work. Wouldn't it be neat if we had all of these things, all of these resources and access to these people in one place? Well, friends, that's Neurodivergent Mind and Body, three amazing coaches working together to help you with your executive dysfunction, learning ADHD-friendly meditation and mindfulness, learning how to move your body and keep it engaging and fun for your ADHD brain to want to be more consistent with, and also... Uh, trauma-informed breathwork and yoga instructor. 
I'm handling the executive dysfunction and the meditation mindfulness side. Then we have Holly, who is a holistic personal trainer, who is going to be handling the fitness end of things and teaching you some fun and engaging exercises that you can utilize to help get into moving your body in a way that is friendly for an ADHD mind and body. And then we have Lizbeth, who is the trauma-informed yoga and breathwork coach. This is a team of incredible women who are there to help support neurodivergent minds and bodies through the process of finding wellness that works for you. So whether you're ADHD or autistic or both or have anxiety or have depression, Neurodivergent Mind and Body is a place that puts all of these different wellness methods under that one roof in the form of a private group. And another cool thing about this group is every Monday through Thursday, you can hop on during the scheduled time and get 20 to 30 minutes of live instruction where you have the opportunity to interface one-on-one or within that group setting, at least, with the instructor. So if you saw us posting a resource earlier in the day and you've been thinking about it and have a few questions, then you can hop right into that live and ask those questions. If you can't hop into the lives, though, You'll also have the recordings right there and accessible to you at all times. And each coach will be taking on one of those days, and that's their day. So that first Monday, we're going to be diving into executive dysfunction and wellness and how those two interact and how you know, we can very easily get stuck in a loop where things that would help our executive functioning be better require at least a little bit of executive functioning. So you know, going into all of those intricacies and I'll be posting worksheets and graphics and videos talking about this, as well as that live instruction that you guys can jump in on. Then Tuesday, Lizbeth is taken over. And through that whole day, then she's going to be the one posting graphics and tips and videos all up until her live instruction. And each day, these resource blasts are going to be there so that you can figure out at your own pace what you want to start implementing. Because if every single coach posted every single day, the very ADHD thing to do would be, oh my God, I have to do all of the things right now, all in one day. You'll do it for a day and then you won't do it again the next day. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, you do. You know what I'm talking about. And I know what I'm talking about because I've been there too. Getting on a wellness path or journey when you are an ADHD or when you are autistic, when just when you're neurodivergent is hard because the resources that are out there are not designed for a neurodivergent mind. They're designed for neurotypicals who can decide, hey, I'm going to start working out and then just start working out. They're not facing executive dysfunction. They're not struggling to do the thing, but you might be. And this group is for you. And month one, it's only $100 to sign up for three coaches for daily postings, Monday through Friday. Because on Fridays, all of the coaches will be info dumping to set you up for the weekend. For you to decide, again, at your own pace, what you want to focus on over those couple of days. Do you want to just focus on enjoying your weekend and kind of practicing some mindfulness while you're spending time with friends or family? Do you want to do a few extra workouts through the weekend? Do you need some breath work because you're spending time with family or friends? We are excited and so ready to take this journey with you. Are you ready to join us, though?
If you are, you can sign up on my website, theadhdlady.org backslash classes. And if you go to justtheadhdlady.org, check out that services tab. It's under the one-on-one services. It's one flat fee for the entire month. And once you've signed up, we'll move you right on over to the private group. Instruction begins April 4th. And I'm skipping all the extra music today because we are now going to just dive into why wellness is important, but also hard when you are neurodivergent. And we're really going to dive into this with the lens of ADHD. But a lot of what I'm going to talk about is also a common struggle if you have anxiety, if you have depression, if you're also autistic. That's why it's called neurodivergent mind and body. Because even with ADHD, most of us don't have just ADHD. There's usually other things that we're battling alongside of that ADHD. And our group makes space for all of that. But thinking about ADHD, when you have tried in the past to implement different wellness strategies, what have some of your biggest hurdles been? I bet I can name a few for you. Was one of them maybe your all or nothing mindset that, hey, as long as you were all in on that diet or all in on that workout, you were good. But the second you weren't dedicating 100% of your brain power and energy to maintaining those things, it was really hard to keep doing those things, huh? ADHDers are all or nothing thinkers. And that's why for this group, you have an ADHD coach facilitating the executive dysfunction side of things. And I get it because I've been there too. The times in my life where, oh, I lost so much weight. Oh, I'm so healthy. Uh, I have been a roller coaster my entire life until pretty much the last year or two because I'd go all in on changing everything about my lifestyle and all of a sudden now I'm I'm just changing my whole world. I'm, I'm going to get my shit together and I'm going to go to the gym every day and I'm going to cut out all of those processed foods and I'm going to set myself up for a lifestyle that I can't maintain long term, especially once the novelty wears off. This is a big reason why I have been a roller coaster for as long as I can remember, because I would do the thing for a little bit. And then it wouldn't be fun or engaging or it would just finally get too hard and I'd stop doing it. Still relating to what I have to say here? Yeah, I figured. Release the shame on that though because you probably didn't have this level of understanding of how your brain worked at the time, did you? If you didn't know how your brain worked, then there wasn't room for you to shift and adapt things to how your brain worked. Since I learned these things about myself, I have been able to take a completely different approach with my wellness. But I've also given room for myself to be the weight that I am, to love the body that I'm in, to appreciate what this body can do. And the same goes for my mind. And here's the wild thing. You're gonna think I'm making this up. Seriously. But I promise you, I am not. So... As an ADHDer, you're probably used to your mind going off on tangent after tangent after tangent, and you're constantly thinking about all of the things. If you are not thinking about that five-month-long to-do list, your brain is then spiraling about all of the things that you want to do, right? Like the creative and fun things. Ooh, what if I learned about this? Ooh, what if I took a class on that? Ooh, remember that time in second grade when your teacher yelled at you because you called out in class and you interrupted your friend who was sitting next to you? And 
then your friend got mad at you. Oh, yeah. Our brain likes to go down those spirals, too. You know, the shame spirals when we're just going to ruminate on things that uh, happened years and years ago. Or, hey, we could even be sitting there ruminating on the thing that we didn't do earlier. Why didn't I wake up on time? What's wrong with me? I'm such a lazy piece of crap. You know that conversation, right? My brain used to do that 24-7, just like yours probably does. My brain, even when I was talking and having a conversation, my brain was still having like a side conversation with itself all the way in the back, and all of these other things were racing around inside of it. Since dedicating the time that I have and effort that I have into meditation and mindfulness practice, my brain has learned how to be quiet. I know. It sounds made up. I get it. I get it. I was skeptical at first too. But seriously, my brain now has times in the day where there is silence, where I am not having a running to-do list, where I'm having a conversation with a person. And instead of, what am I going to say next? What am I doing with my face? And the autism sneaking in there and going, um, hey, don't forget to mask. Don't forget to do this. Hey, they're doing that. Why aren't you doing that too? Instead of that being the way that I interact, I can have a conversation and just hear the words the other person is saying. Sounds fake. I know, but it's so freaking peaceful. But this also wouldn't have happened if I had been trying to force myself to do mindfulness and meditation the way that most practitioners talk about it. That's why I went off and got my own instructor certification. Because sure, yeah, there's the piece of paper, but the approach that I have to it is meant for an ADHD or autistic brain or a brain that is dealing with anxiety and all of the other running, racing thoughts that we struggle with. In that group, I'm going to be teaching you how to start teaching your brain how to be quiet, even if it's just for a minute. But all of you all or nothing thinkers sitting out there saying, oh, no, 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 my brain can't ever be quiet. It's not going to start that way. You are not going to start with radio silence. Not going to happen. Your brain isn't programmed to do so. With any change that we make to our minds and to our bodies, we have to give time for that new pathway to build. When you go to the gym, you are not supposed to go from, hey, let's say you've only been able to lift 10 pounds to, I'm just going to decide to lift 100 pounds today. That's going to go a couple of different ways. Either one, maybe you do lift the 100 pounds, but then you can't lift anything for the next four days because you overdid it. Or two, you're not even going to be able to lift it because there's no muscle built up that can handle the 100 pounds. We can't jump from 10 to 100. We have to build up to it in order to be consistent with it. And as we have talked about many times in this podcast before, ADHDers are consistently inconsistent. And that's okay. Because part of the reason for that is because the neural pathways that we already have existing in our minds are not for tools and strategies and skill sets that we're trying to implement. They're for the other ways that we've coped and the other ways that we've struggled. A planner works in the beginning because there's novelty to the new planner. That's a strategy that our brain can get behind. That's going to help with task initiation because our brain is motivated by novelty and newness. But once that level of motivation wears off, 
then you're relying on the executive functioning that is there as a baseline. And that functioning is going to sit there and go, hmm, but planning and prioritizing and organizing, hmm, that's kind of hard. And I don't really have the task initiation to even try. So maintaining a strategy becomes difficult. And that's with any kind of strategy, whether it's something that you're doing to try and help you at work or whether it's something you're doing to try and help you with your overall wellness. Executive dysfunction does play a role in how our ADHD brain looks at those things. But here's the other caveat. There are several factors to whether we will have executive functioning that's going to be a little more willing to do what we needed to do or whether we're going to be stuck in executive dysfunction. So this is something that actually uh, ADHD coach Sheila and I talk about in our Executive Dysfunction Weekend webinar, which is actually coming up at the end of March. So if you're interested in learning more on that too, that is also on my website under the webinars tab. But things that influence how our executive functioning is going to be for the day are things like sleep, nutrition, if we've moved our bodies, if we have eaten, if we have had water, how we manage stress. Because, oh boy, stress is a massive, massive influence on our executive functioning. If you are not managing your stress, then you are going to worsen your executive functioning. And if you already have executive dysfunction, then you're going to be stuck in that loop that we've talked about where, oh, I am having some executive dysfunction and I am stressed that I'm having some executive dysfunction, but I need some executive functioning to do the things that are going to help me get out of executive dysfunction. Those loops are a nightmare for us. They produce so much shame. They produce so much self-hatred. And if you are in one of those loops right now, I see you. I hear you. I know you. And I'm so sorry that you're stuck. But rather than just pushing and saying, well, I just need to try harder, I encourage you to try different. Neurodivergent mind and body is different. We teach you ways to approach wellness from that neurodivergent lens, from the scope of, it's hard for me to get up and exercise. Exercise feels boring. Exercise feels too structured. How can I do it differently? And Holly's right there to teach you different ways of doing it. I move my body more now than I ever have, at least consistently. (laughs) We've talked about the times where I lived in the gym for like a couple of months, but that was it. It lasted for a few months and then yet again, I'd fall off the wagon because it was an unrealistic lifestyle for me to maintain. But now... Now I move my body almost every day. And sure, not every day is like a whole body workout necessarily, but I'm moving. I get up and do things that my body wouldn't have done normally. I have a trampoline in my living room because that is an ADHD-friendly way for me having access to something that is fun, that is engaging, and gets me moving. And the entire family uses this trampoline. We also have one of those standing punching bags in the living room because that's also really fun and a fantastic stress management tool, might I add. I have a treadmill in my office. It's one of those like really teeny tiny running pads so that I can get up and I can get five minutes in between a session because I need that for my brain to be able to sit here behind a desk all day. 
That's why I give myself time between appointments because I'm an ADHDer too. And it'd be somewhat hypocritical of me if I was sitting here telling you, okay, go do all this stuff, but I'm not doing it myself. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. The things that I teach in one-on-one coaching, in my group coaching, are things that I do too. And the struggles that my clients have are struggles that I have had or still have, but at least now I know tools to help me through the struggle. So for example, the other day I'm sitting there and I needed to fold some laundry. I had a designated amount of time to get all of the laundry folded before I had to be back upstairs getting some more work done. I made three TikToks, but then I got all the laundry folded. Past version of Amanda would have sat there and been like, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Why are you not doing that? Because so many of us have taught that, no, no, you can't do the fun stuff till afterwards. Um, that's not really how an ADHD brain works. We actually do better if we get the fun first. So I allowed myself to be creative, to unlock that thing that my brain needed at the time, and then I got the laundry folded in less than 10 minutes. In the past, I would have wasted that entire block of time battling against myself. Instead, now, current Amanda, who knows what her brain needs, who understands how it works, she let her brain do what it needed to do in that space. And that's just one of the many things that we are going to talk about in your wellness journey. How to find the space for fun and what your brain might need and what it's craving so that you can do the stuff that actually helps your brain to function better, so that you can approach moving your body, working on your stress management, working on mindfulness and meditation in a way that is functional for you and your brain. In the coming weeks, like I said, I'm going to be having some phenomenal guests. And oh yes, they are the other coaches that will be working with me on this project. You'll get to hear a little bit about them and their journey to, you know, finding this part of their wellness, how ADHD has impacted that journey, and how they can help you move forward with how you want to approach your wellness journey. And again, if you have any other questions or concerns, if there's something that you're not quite understanding about how it works, please reach out. Go to my website, theadhdlady.org, and click on that contact button. Let me know what's going through your head. If you need help figuring out how this is going to fit your schedule, hey, it's self-paced. All of the info is going to be there. Whether you can make it to the live instruction or not, it's still going to exist in the group. And like I said, it's one flat rate, and then you get to be in the group for the entire month, and you get access to all of these amazing materials. I hope to see you all there starting April 4th. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Coordinating Chaos with the ADHD Lady. And don't forget that not only do I have Neurodivergent Mind and Body starting April 4th, I also have a phenomenal executive dysfunction webinar coming up with ADHD Coach Sheila at the end of March. And that's in addition to my one-on-one coaching services and groups. All of this can be found on my website for more information. I'm here to help you and your neurodivergent mind. Thanks again for joining. This is Amanda, your host, signing off.